Hello heathens. Come on, sit here by the fire. So I was just talking about a story. I was yeah, re rethinking about that happened in my past. And it was how do I came in contact with a god, my first contact with a god. So let's spread some light on that, shall we? Today there will be no script. I will just talk about the things that happened to me in, I hope, chronic chronological order. And we, or I'm going to talk about how do I yeah, came about to meet or read the signs that a god was, that I was in the presence of a god, or I think I was in the presence of a god. And a lot of different things happened in this time, in the span of about two and a half years, that I didn't know how to interpret at the time. But um, the more things happened in my life, and the more I learn to read signs and understand the situations that I was finding myself in, the more I felt the, the power or the presence of a, of a god. And so the first, the first story I want to tell you was, uh, I just came from, from Amsterdam. Uh, I was there with a, with a girlfriend of mine and she drove me to uh, to a train station where I would board the train where my, my friends were waiting for me to go to a festival, to the so-called uh, Haien in Mai. It's a wordplay on the word, on the German word for shark, Hai, and the, 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 the similar sounding word to be high, to get high or whatever. And Haien in Mai just means uh, shark in May, or if you want to, uh, if you want to understand it differently, it's it's going high in May. Yeah, it's pretty much that. And we started in the train with with uh, drinking a lot of beer and alcohol and using some yeah substances that pushed us and made us. Um, active more active uh, a lot of white powder was was done in the, in the train and so we came to the festival already uh, very in enthusiastic and afterward after we arrived there and built our tents and made ourselves comfortable we went shopping because this is always the the first thing you do on a festival like this is look around and see what people have in their in their bags what do what they have to sell what substances you never took or what substance do you want to to experience in these days of the festival and so we bought a lot of grass we bought a lot of uh, white uh, colombian marching powder uh, a lot of powders that would make you active or stay awake some mushrooms some lsd and the only thing that was very was uh, exceptional was the LSD because it was not normal. I would I would <laughs> I would I would say uh, because normally when you buy LSD, it's it's a, it's a liquid form, 
uh, for those of you who don't know, LSD is a psychotic or uh, psychoactive substance that will, yeah, gives you hallucinations. Damn, <laughs> mind uh, it's just visions in your um, it, it it it. How can I describe it? Hallucination. No, what's it called? Wait, I have to I have to Google it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Today no script. I'm sorry. Uh, wait. Hallucination. Damn. Hallucination. So, um, it can give you hallucinations or um, trick your your vision. Um, you can see things or with see things that are normally not there. But this is just the part that people most oftenly talk about. But the most important thing what LSD does is it's open your mind. Your thoughts start running and became much more strong and you can experience your thoughts in a in a, in a very different way <clears throat> so what was what was so different about the lsd that we bought there it normally you have a cube of sugar and there one drop of lsd will put on the on the on this cube of sugar or one drop on a piece of paper like five millimeter on five millimeter that's a ticket and this lsd was also on the on a sugar cube uh, but it was way larger than a normal one. And there was so much LSD put on this sugar cube that it was uh, beginning to liquidize. So it was a lot of a lot of substance on that sugar uh, and in that plastic bag that we bought. And it was the first it was the first um, day. So we thought, yeah, come on, we hit it hard. So we were at about six o'clock we took all of the uh, um all of the lsd that was in the back with all the sugar and we we started dancing we started enjoying ourselves and we just having had a good time we were like i think six people three girls three boys and the whole crew was dancing and celebrating drinking smoking and just uh, experiencing the whole the whole festival it was just great everybody was feeling fine and then the afternoon came in the night came in and nothing of really of note happened of course some funny situations happened of course um, but the next situation that I really have still have branded in my in my uh, in my mind in my thoughts were we were sitting um, maybe 30 minutes from the main floor. Uh, it was all open air at the festival. And we were sitting near a huge bonfire. And one of the girls uh, was comforting, comforting me um, and asking, my, asking me, how do you feel? What do you experience? How is it? And at this point, my, my constitution was getting worse. <laughs> uh, I was getting a bit nervous because there was a lot of substance in myself uh, or in me and I was I was getting nervous. I was getting uh, anxious because the the impressions from my from my eyes, then my thoughts and then to answer questions was very overwhelming because 
every one of those things needed my full um yeah my full uh, uh, view or scope to to do them properly <laughs> or not to to to, to freak totally out and so all of three of them together was well very very overwhelming and she asked me that so what do you feel um and i was I, and i told her in my calmest and uh uh, normal noise uh, voice that I could could do I just told her I couldn't describe it to you if I try <laughs> was the most honest answer I could I could uh, uh, I could manifest out of my out of my uh, mind at this point and so I was looking in the fire and she was still sitting sitting next to me and um, was just there for me and then i closed my eyes and this is always a good idea on heavy substances to close your eyes to get one impression or one um one uh, signal out of your system out of your mind to see things um and what happened then was i closed my eyes and i I, I, I called to myself, to my inner self, please show me something normal. This was my request to myself, to my subconsciousness, if you if you like. And without normally when I when I close my eyes and think about things, I have a, a huge brown dark room that I imagine in my head. And in this room I can manifest thoughts things, uh, 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 situations that happened to me and but with I closed my eyes and the room was there and then something appeared without me doing anything. It was a scene or, or, or yeah a scene from a deer in the forest with trees and bushes and everything was super peaceful and the deer was like looking a bit to the right and everything was super peaceful and then the funniest thing happened then in a, a, a 45 degree angle a mirror a mirror came from top of the scene to the ground um, and was reflecting the deer in it and when the first mirror fall, this, a second mirror appeared on the right side of the deer as the, uh, 45 degrees as well and landed on the right side of the deer. And then what happened that the image of the deer was reflected from each mirror thousand times, million times. So infinite, inf infinite deers were going in a, in a, in a circle through that, through, the, through the mirrors. And this because it happened automatically, I was so shocked by the image of what I just saw that I opened my eyes and was like, oh my God, I'm freaking totally out. But this was just my initial reaction because that, what I saw was worrying. <laughs> but when I opened my eyes, after one second, a calmness came over, uh, over me. It was, it was, a, it was a, a feeling of comfort i was feeling better i was being i was i was thinking more clearly the 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 substance was 
still strong in myself, but I could I could feel that I I would I, I, I would be good <laughs> today. Everything would be fine. So there's no need to worry anymore. There's no need for nervousness or anything like that. And this image of the deer was this symbol of the god that I imagined that that, that it came to me. And I didn't recognize it at this point and it would take a, a lot more time to recognize uh, this as the first sign of this entity but it was the first one and just a uh, uh, proclamation here don't do drugs it's um, not the best idea you can do um, i was at this time very adventurous and was searching for myself and i wasn't happy at all uh, at this point i was searching was a seeker and everything that i tell you today will be involved will be mo mostly drug involved because it was the time of my life at this at this time i was i was not a heavy user but i i wasn't i was a user but not an abuser of drugs i always was seeking through those substances seeking for pleasure seeking for wisdom seeking for other things but the most important thing you need to take out of this episode is everything that i achieved in this time can be achieved without drugs faster everything drugs are just a a long and hurtful way to achieve those things but when you are at your full potential and totally clear in your mind then you can achieve those things as well so just take this with you but i will talk about more drug infused stories now <laughs> so this was the first time that i um yeah was vis visited by this entity the deer Let's call it the deer. I won't tell you the name of the god in this episode. It's going to be a two-part episode. So next week I'm going to talk in depth about what this entity is called, what is what he's called in different cultures, uh, what is what attribu attributes are associated with him, so and so on. So let's come to the next part. So the 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 Guap Festival Haine Mai uh, was in. June or in May, no, May of course, uh, 2017, so six years from now. And the next time I met this entity was at Yule in December 2017. Yule is the pagan, heathen uh, Christmas celebration, if you like. It's always in the longest night, the 21st of December. And the ritual that we did for the first time there and still doing it every year is um, from an from the in the ancient times people in the winter winter was very hard for the people in ancient times <laughs> and they saw that the nights were getting longer by the day in winter and of course at the longest night and here in Germany it's like 14 hours um, in, the, in the longest night, people were worried, or became, well, were every year worried, that the sun wouldn't come back. And so they started to ignite fires. And a lot of cultures in Europe, or a lot of uh, uh, villages and cities in Europe, uh, all over, are still lighting fires in these nights, in, these, in this longest night. 
boring nights were around the longest night. And so we uh, made this ritual. I was there with my best friends at the time. We called them C and E. <laughs> and we were, we um, had had a cabin in the forest that we uh, did. We just, oh, I have to look it up again. I'm so sorry. Um, second that we rented for the for for the night of course and this wait one second guys ah oh, i thought my my recording stopped but no everything is fine <laughs> sorry so we rented a cabin in the forest and as usual with c and e uh they were way too late and I was the first one in the forest and was already already um, late afternoon and it's, it was getting darker by the, by the second. And they came when yeah the night had already settled in. And we lit the fire as the first thing that we did. And this is the idea behind, oh, I'm sorry, this is the idea behind the ritual. So um, you ignite a fire with the last light of the day, and then you guard and nourish the fire through the night and ignite the morning again with the fire. This is the idea behind the Yule ritual. Um, I will talk about in depth about this when this holiday or this ritual is, is getting closer. Um, I will do a ritual with my community here in Germany um, to that day. And I will talk about all the rituals you can do at this time, what you do when you don't protect a fire or any, or yeah, everything associated with Yule. But CE and I were at the cabin in the forest and we ignited the fire and settled in. We began to yeah ha have a few beers and recognized very, very soon that we didn't had enough wood and good thing was I had a huge block of wood with me so we could always chip a few um, pieces of it off and then put it in the fire. Uh, we had a small oven in the cabin and there, this was where the fire was protected or guarded for the night. So, <clears throat> but of course we, we hacked or we chipped the, the small wood pieces from the, from the huge log that I, I had with me uh, outside. This is important because we knew because we we looked at the cabin in the on, on google maps uh, we knew that there would be a well nearby so we didn't we didn't take water with us because we knew oh, there's a well a natural well we could drink from it no problem um but we didn't hear the well when we were chipping the wood and after a few beers we uh, the, the fire was was burning bright and we thought to ourselves hey come on let's let's explore a bit let's find a well what whatever and we searched and searched we were circling the cabin a few times and we didn't we didn't hear or see anything that was close by and we didn't have any connection or internet with our mobile phones and so we were walking around the cabin to see if we find some signal outside and so we did and uh, C was calling one of his friends uh, who was sitting in front of his computer and he we were asking him yeah where is the well where where is it uh, is it north is it south and he told us it's 
northeast from us and not further than 10 meters. And we were like, no, there is nothing. There's just forest. There's nothing. And <clears throat> after that uh, call, we had a, a, a thought was, was settling in that this is some kind of challenge, a trial for our ritual. And we committed to the trial and we thought, okay, maybe we have to do some kind of offering, some kind of gifts for the forest to to find a well or whatever. And so we took some food and some beer and some drinks with us. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a cold night. We were putting up our hoods and I was drumming on my drum and was leading the way in the forest. I didn't know where I was going. I was just thinking to myself, we will get we will get there where we should be. That was my intention with it. And so we walked and we walked and we walked and maybe for five to seven minutes and on the left hand side from our uh, forest uh, path that we were walking, we saw a white blue glimmer through the trees. And we thought to ourselves, maybe that's it. So we were walking down the forest path a bit more maybe for one minute or two, and then we saw a left turn on the on the path. And we're like, ah, oh, yeah, there we go. We, we can go to the to the field, obviously. So we walked to the glimmer and we, it was it was a huge uh, open space of a norm. I, I'm sure it, it would be normally a field in the summer and it was every, everything was grass there and the, the full moon was reflecting its light from the grass. So it glimmered blue, white in the night. And in the middle of that field was a huge dead tree with no more branches, just like like a small tower inside of this field. And we were we were totally flocking to it at this moment. We were like, oh, that's it. We need to go there. That's it. And I was drumming and was leading the way and we were didn't even talk in that in this situation. We were just walking to the tree it was calling us and when we are uh, when we lined up before the tree i was i stopped drumming and then something strange happened and as i said we just drank two one two beers and nothing else so it was we were not heavy heavily drugged at this moment and a huge wind burst were was was coming out of nowhere and was was taking off our hoods the wind was taking off our hoods and at this moment we knew okay we stumbled upon something we didn't know what it was um but on the when i first entered the cabin a name entered my mind and this name, I knew the name, but I didn't know where it come from. So it was familiar, the name. I heard it before, but I couldn't remember where. And at this moment, I knew that this must be the name that I've been thinking about the whole night. And we thought that this, this tree we found is an offering place for for this ritual so we offered him some beer some bread some cookies whatever we had 
and told the tree or told this this field or yeah this this place our wishes it was wishes for the ritual private wishes uh, strength for whatever and afterwards we felt good we thanked that we could wait one second <laughs> Sorry, my cat was at the <laughs> at the door. Um, so we made our offerings and then went back to the forest, to the cabin again. Because we thought, yeah, we did the right thing. Everything is was dandy. And then we started to walk back. And we even followed our our marks in the grass back so there was no we were sure we were walking the same path back as we came came but we didn't <laughs> the, the first thing uh, that happened when we came to the to the trees was or or walked inside the trees uh, was that it was so much darker than before because we were standing in this illuminated field for like 10 minutes or 20 minutes and we couldn't find the path anymore so we knew that the path wasn't far off and the strip of forest that was between the field and the path wasn't thicker at some point than 10 meters and so we just walked through the forest and we're sure that we will find the we will find the path but we didn't and for the 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 when we when we would draw a line between the tree and the cabin it wouldn't be more than 250 meters maybe 300 not more it's not far away far away but i kid you not we were getting lost in this small strip of forest for at least 30 minutes I kid you not. And we recognized that we were we were getting more nervous by the minute. Our steps were getting faster. Our breaths are getting faster as well. And we were really starting to panic. And after 30 minutes of of getting more panicking by the by the minute see my friend said stop and we stopped all and at this moment the illusion of of being lost crumbled and i looked to my left and not more than one and a half meter before me was the forest path that we came on and i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it what just happened i looked at my friends and, and told them here it is and they were they were baffled by this and so we walked out of the forest and walked back to the cabin when we were on the way to the entrance of the cabin, we heard it. We heard it. Water. Water was splashing close by. Five meters away from the cabin, it was the well. And we drank 
from the well and were so happy like children that, that we finally found it and uh, filled our cups and our horns with with water and we were just drinking and drinking and laughing and we're happy that we that, that 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 everything worked out at this night and a lot of other things happened in this night we talked a lot about what had happened to us in the forest of course but this is just a part from where we met the, this 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 entity this god again so we will jump to the next to the next um situation there are more situations of course in this span of two and a half years but i will try to get the most important one out so the next one was i, I have already in half an hour on my clock yeah. <laughs> um what to do should I make a more part? I don't want to make this this episode longer as necessary, but I still have to talk about at least four situations, and we are already at half an hour. I didn't. I, I, I'm not quite sure how that happened, <laughs> um, but this is what happens when the stories are out of my life. I can just talk freely and share the things I, I find important. So I think we will up this talk here uh, we will stop this and I will talk about the other yeah situations with this entity with this god in the next episode and after that one I will talk about the name of the entity I will talk about the ancient names the different names from different folk and different cultures and yeah what attributes are associated with this entity so um thank you very much for listening everybody thank you for your time this is the most important thing you have in your life remember that i hope um i could take you with me on a on a yeah episode of my of my life i hope you enjoyed it and as always you know the deal you wait I need to uh, I need to get get it right um, I wish you a magical week and as always you know that you are loved you're able to love because you are love until next time bye bye guys <laughs>